Hey, greetings fellow slingers, it's your trusted handler Brian, welcoming you once again to the Digital Rage Room. Here we are, behind the virtual Eye of Destiny. You know, I honestly thought that this would be the last episode of this season, but boy was I shocked when we ended this episode and still had a little further to go. And thank goodness, because as I heard about last episode from Balint, that episode was epic as ever. He did have a concern regarding some unanswered questions and hopes we can answer them before we wrap up this AP. Well, let's hope we can answer a few of those questions as we bring this bitch over the finish line, right? Remember, if you like what you're listening to, please leave us that five-star rating and review on whatever podcast app you listen to the show on. And yes, we're on all of them. Yeah, woohoo, woohoo. Don't forget, subscribe to our YouTube channel at Roll the Hard 20. Click that little subscription bell and make sure you, you enable notifications so that you never miss when we drop down another one of these episodes. You know what? That really does help out the show. So please do me a solid and do that for us because we would really appreciate it. Other than that, guys, I really don't have much else to say other than let's warm up our dice and top off our glass as Roll the Hard 20 Podcast presents episode 15 of our Delta Green scenario, Convergence. Enjoy. like because in 70s they had long ones and coarse they were coarse yeah. <laughs> oh I, I i propose a toast <laughs> to jimmy buffett because it's five o'clock somewhere and we lost him on the first of september and um here's to jimmy so by extension Cheers. i does jimmy have any bearing on what that guy said in the movie predators then it's a good question. I've been often thinking about it being since it's five o'clock somewhere, but I, now, I don't think the two characters related. Okay. That's uh <laughs> that's actually an Alan Jackson song, I think, oh. that he's he was also recorded with him. So it was a trio of those type of yeah. innuendos. Okay. Good. Yeah, We're good. It was uh Alan Jackson song that Jimmy does the last verse, because then Jackson says, you know. So, call me a cab and pour my get myself back at work by two. But then I think, what would Jimmy Buffett do? And then Jimmy comes in. And he know. says it's five yeah. o'clock somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is indeed having the cheeseburger in paradise now. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and on that cheery note. <laughs> so how uh, how's everybody doing? How, how have we been this past week? <laughs> been hot real hot yeah, yeah you guys been in hot super hot right? yeah this is the people from the guy from california writer telling us it's hot, <laughs> hot for now us. i feel like an old man you don't know hot till you go into the <laughs> yeah but we didn't move to the service of the sun i mean jesus christ it was texas arizona florida it's all around the sun belt you know <laughs> it's all around the sun all right Dad. anyways so let's lead us in all right, all right. guys well, let's lead us in. We got bodies to pile. That's right. <laughs> Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 podcast. It is I, your trusted handler, Brian, with me, my hard slingers of your episode 15 of our Delta Green scenario convergence, possibly the last episode of this AP. 
Sucks. Ooh. Yeah. But first, the shout outs. Got to get the shout outs. James Walker stated that he started off with our kick ass Delta Green shows, which he fully engorged himself in their humor and smart oh, role playing. Oh. Yeah, I engorged. <laughs> <laughs> but now he's getting, uh, he's getting enjoyment out of our fantasy RPGs. He said finding our channel is like recovering buried chest full of Spanish doubloons. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah, this comment was actually made during our Dragon's Demand episode two. The only thing I could say to that, James, is buckle in for the long haul with that AP because it gets long in the tooth. My personal wow. recommendation is on our fantasy track record. Uh, check out Riders on the Storm or Carrion Crown. Both of them are definitely my faves. Junior, which one did you like between those two? You played in them both. You Riders played them of the all. Storms was a lot. Yeah, I played them all. The Riders of the Storm with Rafu was fun. I like that one. Yeah, I enjoyed watching you really start cutting your teeth and just busting loose in that AP. So that was good. The next one goes out to Henry Anderson. He mentioned that it's that time of week again. Sheriff Oakley says, blah, 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 blah. Get the fuck out of here, please. Yep. Seeing how we're now in episode 15, I can say that Oakley is no longer a problem. <laughs> right, Adesso? <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you something, Sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> and I put that on the back end of that one episode as our little uh, behind the scenes. So I do want to thank all of our listeners. We enjoy making the show as much for ourselves as we do for all you guys out there. But remember, the best way to help the show is to subscribe to our YouTube channel at Roll the Heart 20 and leave us that five-star ring. <laughs> That far star, <laughs> that five star rating and review on whatever podcast app you listen to the show on, because yes, it really, really does help. Now, getting into the play. It's nighttime. It's late. It's eleven thirty late. There's no moon, and you guys are currently at the reservoir. You just witnessed a UFO come down out of the sky, go down into the reservoir itself, come back up, go straight up in each. You were able to see that just for a split second that the UFOs took on a southern heading before it blinked out and whisked away. Standing there in the dark around the edge of this body of water, this darkness feels oppressing. You actually can feel it hugging your skin. It's just that dark. And it just seems like this day itself knows no end. I need everyone to make a con check. Rice. 32 under 70. Coldwell. 68 over 65. Adesso. 91 over 55 each 62 under 65 so technically i made that roll best because i i failed <laughs> almost closest to failure <laughs> those of you that have failed you start to feel a little stuffy start feeling chills coming on and you start feeling a fever about your skin <laughs> those of you that passed you feel your nose begin to stuff up a little bit i'm gonna look in the uh 
the mirror, see if my skin is taking on a purplish complexion. Did you pass? You passed. Oh, yeah, I passed, oh. but that's what I'm saying. I, I'm getting the sniffles, but I want to see if uh, if anything's happening to my face because I feel this coming on. Ichi will look to the group. So how are you agents feeling? Like I've been hit by a protoplasmic bowling ball in the ribs. Aside from that, you, we know that that happened, but I'm starting to feel something different, something that I didn't feel uh, until having those lights pass over us. Yeah, I didn't feel that great either. I'm not feeling well at all. Feeling some cold chills. Can who has the spray bottles by any chance? Each of you have one. one. Who has the other one? I thought Rice had the other one. Yeah, Rice had the other one. Uh, I'll turn over to Agent Rice. Rice, spray spray the air with the spray bottle. Let's see if uh, how intense this agent shows up in comparison to contamination in this area. I'll pull that bottle out and just kind of spray around all of us in the air, you know, around okay. the agents. The air has a purplish hue to it. You see that the skin that gets touched by this liquid spray turns purple. But you see that the two individuals that failed the role, you see their eyes are actually purple at this oh, time. Great. <laughs> Get the quilts. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Coldwell, Odessa, you guys aren't looking so good. Your eyes are... Ichi, you're looking okay, but... What? Mm. That, that doesn't look so good. These guys are... Uh, look like they're getting more infected than you and I. Yeah, just because I look marvelous doesn't mean I am marvelous. Just because I rock doesn't mean I'm made of stone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think hanging up near this <laughs> reservoir and being in this town is definitely starting to take its toll on us. We need to follow what those lights are. That's the last kind of lead that I have. Otherwise, <laughs> the 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 motel from hell has been burned, and I don't think we have any more leads. Maybe we hop in the car, move south, and and see what else is in that guy's computer. Otherwise, I'm I'm at it a loss. I'm at a loss. Yeah, I think uh, each we uh, we didn't fully vet what was on uh, Scott Adams' computer with all the mayhem at the hotel. Um, what do you guys think? I had think my guy on it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys uh, thinking, you know, we head south towards the lights at this point? I mean, well, that's the only direction we, we have. I had, I had another question. With the, uh, with the spray, this is just a thought out of game. Does the more concentrated areas or saturated exposed areas are they a darker purple like does it grow more intense the the color as the stronger the sort the closer to the source you are yeah well i would say that the more concentrated that the source is not that not the closer to it you are it's either contaminated or it's not but if it's just being slightly introduced into an organism the purplish hue would be lighter but as it starts to replicate and become more of an issue in that host body, Replicate. it would get darker and darker and darker to the point where you'd look like, uh, what Barney was her name? Dinosaur. Veruca from <laughs> Willy Wonka. Violet. Uh, Violet. <laughs> <Violet. laughs> of course it was Violet. <laughs> that was Veruca. Wasn't it Veruca? 
I thought it was. Yeah. Oh, now Baruch Assault's a singer. All I I'm remember is Violet. You're turning Violet. Violet? Is that what it was? I thought yeah, it was I think he's right. Violet, you're turning Violet. Yeah, that makes sense. Of yeah, course it does. My thought of it was uh, maybe if we could spray this, we could kind of follow it, follow its trail and see exactly where it's passed by. And maybe like the closer or the more we're on trail, it, it you know, of the it glows. Of the UFO? Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My my thing about that is you'd run out of spray long before you made the determination where it was it. going. Yeah, because it went straight up like maybe five, six hundred feet and then just started going to the south and blinked off. You would have to pepper the entire countryside with a squirt bottle, hoping that whatever dripped off this UFO when it came out of the reservoir continued to drip all the way. But then again, if you remember from previously, all the water seemed to be contaminated. Yeah, my yeah. blade was. I mean, yeah, we got everything. Even though the reservoir the is contaminated, is yeah, it's pretty much affected the entire town of Groversville. Okay, I know what we're doing. Well, gents, what do we want to do? I say we I head think- south, find out more information on the laptop, and make our last bit of surveillance here it went south maybe there's something that will lead us otherwise we're not able to go interview doctors anymore we've had the run-in with the sheriff deso took care of that but i'm pretty sure people are going to be wondering what happened to the sheriff after he probably on his little bj and the bear cb said i'm gonna go talk to those fbi scoundrels at the the shit motel or that that sleepy eye or shut eye shut eye you know, so I don't think we should be anywhere near the town right now. Who's driving? Who's doing what? I'm passenger. I need to get uh, Rice needs to look at this uh, laptop for more details. Okay. Odessa's driving, right? No, he's in no shape to drive. Failed the constitution check. Not feeling so well. All right. Coldwell, do you want to drive or do you want to make out with Odessa in the back seat? <laughs> We might have to huddle in the same blanket. <laughs> there we go. Oh, did you both fail? Yeah, I failed as well. Yeah, we're going to put them in the back seat of the damn old Betsy and roll up that window. <laughs> we're not taking old Betsy with no, us. Hell no. That sticks out like joking. a sore thumb. No, I was I was making the joke and Betsy oh, sorry. was part of the bit. So, no, we were, of course, going to take the Challenger Charger Camaro. <laughs> I rock <All> three. <laughs> I rock three. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Um, just, just so you know that the failing of the con save, that's just flavor. So you realize what's going on with your bodies. Like you're not taking any hit points. You're not debilitated in any way yet. No. Oh, okay. Just so, just so you get an idea where, where it's heading at this point. Yeah. Meaning like that, that, yeah, that everybody's <laughs> affected by this shit. Yeah. I'll, I'll drive, but I'm not the, the best driver around. And don't make any jokes on that. I'm just saying I never got my license. <laughs> He's not a good driver, but you should see him putt. <laughs> there we go. So following the lights, you guys make your way back around the reservoir. And you have to get back out onto I-135. And it actually leads you either northwest or southeast back towards Groversville. There are no side streets along this interstate. So Agent Each, 
as you start making your way southeast along this road. Agent Rice, tell me what you're doing while he's driving. So I flip open the Scott Adams laptop and just kind of start perusing files on the desktop. One of the ones that pops up, it looks like it's been accessed several times. It's a file that's labeled Groversville Notebook. And on it, it talks about cataloging of livestock mutilations, livestock alterations, people that have had missing time, chopper sightings, strange lights, crop circles. And it talks about different farms that Scott Adams had visited and spoke to several other residents. But there's one entry at the very bottom that really catches your eye. In fact, he highlighted it. It says Winslow Farm. The farm had been reported as vacant. The Winslows abandoned it last year. The property was kicked back to the county. I will go out tomorrow and investigate it. Mm. As I'm reading this and seeing all the other sections seem to have like a conclusion to each of the sections, you know, like there hasn't been anything like conclusive except yes. for this one. Like it's kind of open, right? That's correct. All the other farms that he had visited, Bo Laramie, his farm, he concluded that of the strange crop circles that he had not had any missing time. He met with Robert Gum. He met with Manny Kincaid. Lewis Atkins. He met with a bunch of different people that all had surrounding farms in this area. The only individuals he was unable to speak with were the Winslows who owned the Winslow farm because they were no longer there. What he was trying to do was basically cover his bases and speak to everybody that he could until he could go to this particular farm. And as you know, by his demise and the empty register of this PDF that he never finished his investigation there. All right. Do we have any data that tells us where the Winslow farm is? And type it into a GPS. Wouldn't okay. we just be able to type in Winslow farms and the names of the people and it'd probably come up with some sort of address? No, Ichi, I think, I think probably the, the better way here is the, the county's probably got a property assessor site. Um, you can find a lot of information about uh, who owns a property in the county. So, Handler, I'm I'm going to type into uh, Google and just type in like Groversville property assessor into the search. Okay. And I'm assuming there should be something that allows me to search, you know, local records in this county. And there is. Did you want to go by? Obviously, you're going to go by the last name Winslow, correct? I am. I'm going to type in Winslow into the property assessor site and see what kind of hits I get. Okay. You see it populate Bert and Ernie Winslow. <laughs> <laughs> they own a farm that's just outside of Groversville, and it gives you GPS coordinates that is southeast of the town proper. Look at that. And I'm pinging that right now on roll 20 for you. Each, as you're driving your charger heading south, you start to see something up ahead in the dark. And it looks like a fire. 
But as you get closer, you see that it's actually several small fires. And they appear to be coming from two vehicles. Black minivans that are both in a ditch along the side of the road. Okay. Agents, seems like we have something that we may or may not need to take care of. Look, look up ahead. Brilliant. Can we tell that they look, can't, well, what kind of perception check, or would it be a perception check to determine whether or not these look to be the same type of featureless FBI vans that we would be expecting? What are the, the odds that two vans randomly are on fire and just so happens two vans came into town? You don't even have to make that check. You can tell that one of these vans is identical to the van that was in front of the shut eye that carried the cleanup crew for you. And the other van is probably the one that was passing you by. Ichu will look to the agents. It looks like the vans from the cleanup crew. We should stop. Maybe check out just in case they could have left the anomalies at the hotel, but in case they were with them, maybe they're here. So just be on point. Right. And I say we check quick. And if there's nothing of import, we get headed back to Winslow Farm. We can always call it into Derringer as well if we need to let him know that his teams are compromised. Sounds good. Sounds real good. Uh, do we have anything heavier than our pistols in the in the charger? I can't remember. I do remember that there was a shotgun we took out of one of the police vehicles. Uh, did we keep that? Yeah, Rice has it. That's okay. Correct. Now we should probably approach with that kind of. Um, we should approach with that first, or anything else, because anything coming out, we want to make sure that we give it a nice warm greeting. Yeah, hopefully, fire put yeah. to rest whatever was in there, if they were stupid right. enough to take anything with them. Right. So you get out and you approach the first black minivan. You could see that the windshield is busted. You see that there's blood along the side of the driver's window. Peering in, you see two individuals slumped over in the passenger and in the driver's seat. You can kind of see something in the back. Looks like two more individuals. Do they all appear burned? They appear dead Well, you, you from the outside. The I mean, vans were on fire? Bits and pieces were, of it were on fire. Uh, okay. Their bodies themselves are not on fire. Okay. Can we um, determine cause of death by looking at them? Not with the doors closed. Also, I believe one of us should maybe keep an eye towards the roads going north and, and going south, so any incoming and outgoing traffic we'll see, and we can determine whether or not to keep moving or hide or what. Any bullet holes in the outside? Give me an alertness check on that, Adesso. Got it. Now, 41 under 25. I don't notice anything. Yeah, it looks like the way that the glass has been shattered, you couldn't really tell if it's a result of a bullet hole or not. Uh, It just, it's spidered. All the glass the windshield, the two side windows, and of course the backs are solid paneling. Is there any glass on the ground like something had come out of the van? Yes. Or any indication? Oh, there is. Okay. Well, it's minor flecks of glass, but it looks like it's more from impact from within. 
Got it. Is there any, well, so impact from within could have been a body hitting the glass. It doesn't look to our trained eyes that anything burst out or made an escape. Well, remember, Jane Allen was in there with them technically, so maybe she gave birth to a bouncing baby purple grapefruit beast. So that, that very well may be. Uh, keep, keep alert. Do we hear anything? No, just a crackling of fire as it slowly starts to die down, by the way. Okay, but the van itself is not on fire, but pieces that fell off from the van are. Yeah, like the the rubbers on the wheels are starting to die down. Uh, Mm -hmm. You can see there's minor smoke coming out from under the hood. Uh, Pieces that have busted off the van look like they were once on fire and now are dying down like the, uh, the plastic trim pieces of the uh, the wheel flares and whatnot are both vans near each other they are they're probably about 20 feet apart okay remember susan was in there too wrapped up in that burrito quilt but she had something in her as well yeah all right let's take the van we're closest to and clear it and uh don't want to grab the handles or anything could be hot we may want to just torch these things yeah, but I wouldn't want to risk any of our agents if they're still alive. <laughs> I don't think they look like they're alive. Agent um, Alpha, Agent Beta, are you alive? The Jane two Allen, that, are you alive? The two agents that were still alive were Alpha and Charlie. Oh. Well, no wonder Beta didn't answer. Agent Alpha, Agent Charlie. So that would only be one driver per van. Because as remember, as we were leaving, we heard uh, several gunshots for the two down guys. There was a second cleanup crew coming. Yeah. Okay. So they might have had their van of four. If this is the van of four, then maybe the other van has the two. Yeah. Good point. We should check the other van out too. Describe for me how you approach the second van. Odessa, how do you approach the van? I'm just going to approach it tactically. <laughs> We're going to put rice on the front portion of it so that he's covering the driver's side door with his shotgun. Odessa will back him up, but not so much that he's overlapping or he's he, so that he doesn't, so that Odessa's pistol does not sweep over and <laughs> cover rice, only the, <laughs> the same arc of fire so that they're parallel with just rice being in front. So rice is in front, Odessa's behind but their gunfire is pointed in one direction towards the, the door of the um, the door of the of the van. Uh, I would ask Coldwell to go around the right side and just cover the, the passenger side. You know, don't point, don't get too close in case we have to open up, but just see if anything comes out that side and be ready to hit it. You cover and that and we, the back. Yeah. And then when we get close, um, I'll have Rice pull back. Odessa will open the door and then get out of the way. So he'll go to the front of the door open it outwards and then rice will have a clear shot with the shotgun inside the um, passenger compartment or the driver compartment too okay crack the door and i'll throw the flashbang <laughs> <laughs> who's cracking the door uh Dessa will crack the door okay you crack the door and you see that the driver of the van is not there you yeah. see that the passenger however is crumpled against the dash and something else catches your eye as well. Something behind the driver's seat. Okay. All right. What is it? It's very dark back there. Gotcha. Okay. So what will happen is um, I'll relay this information to Rice. Uh, Rice, there's something behind the driver's seat. I can't see what it is, 
passengers crumple up against the dash. He's not moving. Um, and then I'll step back so that Rice can do a sweep of the in, of the interior. Uh, perchance, does the shotgun have a flashlight on it, mounted to it by chance? Is that going to be a luck roll? That's going to be a luck roll. That's going to be a luck Wait, roll. who's got the shotgun, though? He, Rice, Rice got the shotgun. Make, he needs to make that luck roll. Ah. Rice roll. Stand by. It's an 11. 11. It does have a flashlight on the tip of it. There we go. How many lumens? <laughs> 400. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so right, it's like a lightsaber. <laughs> so you click on this light and you start panning across the back of the van and you see that what Adesso saw appears to be a black metal box that's bolted to the floor right behind the driver's seat. Can I see any obvious locks or anything on it? No. Okay, so I'm sweeping the rest of the van. Do I see anything else? You know, proto matter, you know, bodies, anything like that? Nope. In fact, the, the rest of the van is completely empty except for the one agent crumpled against the dash. Okay. Hey, uh, Adesso, there's a, uh, there's a black metal box behind the seat here. We should look for... Uh, you know, crowbar or something that we can kind of try to pry this thing open. Peachy has lock picking. Is it open or is it closed? The lid on it is closed. Is it you have any holes in it? It doesn't look like it has any holes on it at all. Okay. Uh, <laughs> is there any residue box, around <laughs> the outside that we can tell? What kind of residue are you inferring? Oh, let's grab that spray bottle and hit it. Hit the, well, not hit it, but spray box <laughs> with the spray bottle. Okay. That's what it I does not say. illuminate. Okay. That's a positive sign. All right. Um, now you're going to touch it and I'll get it all infected. <laughs> now it's well, Let's purple. check the passenger first. Let's make sure that he's not uh, dead. Or maybe it was the driver. Dead. Yeah. The There's no driver. Well, maybe he was down. the driver that flew over when it crashed or something. Yeah. Good point. Let's check that out. You pull we would, the body we would away like to reverse the order. We'll check the passenger before we spray the box. Yeah. Okay. Tony, you don't have to get so close to your mic anymore. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> so you pull the body away from the dash, and you could see right away that this individual is dead. His eyes are bugged out. Looks like he took a shot to the larynx when he probably crashed into the dash. And judging from his features, and you may have only seen him briefly, it looks like it's Agent Charlie. Does it look like he died from suffocation? Inability to breathe through that crushed larynx? You would have to make a medical check on that. Oh. Yeah, he said bugged eyes, so I'd soon. Yeah, I have no medical check to make. I can't tell. Does he have any other wounds on him? On him? Obvious ones, punctures, bleed outs, shot, anything? That would require a medical check as well. Unless gotcha. you actually started stripping him down and visually looking at him. Gotcha. Could I tell that he was, um, from his position in the passenger seat, is it likely that he may have been driving and got thrown to the passenger seat? Can you do a forensics check? Uh, as a matter of fact, I can do a forensics. Is there? A, is he wearing a seatbelt? That'll say if he's in the passenger no, seat or not. He's not. Ah, okay. okay that I'm sorry. I can't do a forensics. I have a zero. Never mind. I could do it. Do it, Coldwell. Yeah. Do it, baby. 
All right, that is a three under thirty. Damn, yeah. it looks barely like the, made it. It looks like the direction <laughs> that he crashed into this dash was a straightforward shot that he was sitting in the passenger seat. Where's our we'll driver then? The... So Ichi has been watching the roads. Um, am I hearing or seeing any of the things that Odessa is doing? Or I would envision that you're probably right kind of next to the van, looking up and down the road, looking up and down the road, and occasionally looking over your shoulder to see what's going on. Like, hey, what's going on in there? That Yeah, kind of thing. Oh, I'd like to inquire. What's the word, Odessa? Passenger's dead, but we're missing a driver. We should check the other van. Have you checked the back of the van yet? Yeah, it was completely clean except for a lockbox. We can, that can wait. Let's see what the other van's doing. Okay, walk me through your investigation of the other van. All right, we'll approach the same way. Rice with the shotgun in front, with the flashlight on it. He approaches the driver's side first, and then I will go around and do the same thing. Open the door with the left hand, keeping the pistol up front so I could get in and then open it up and step back so he's got a clear view of the passenger compartment with the shotgun. Yeah, Coldwell covering the, the back of the van on the passenger yeah, side. Exactly. This van would look like how it would look if it had a full complement of team members. Mm -hmm. Got the driver, passenger both up front, both dead. And in the back, the two rear passenger seats, you can see that there are two dead individuals back there as well. Can we tell what caused the death? Does it look like blunt force trauma, like they were knocked around the inside of the van, or is it a little, a little more subtle, like, oh, look, their throats are cut, that kind of thing? They look as though they've been pounded inside the van. Uh, no Jane Allen in there, Adesso? I don't see anybody but the dead. No dead body of Jane Allen? That is correct. So we're missing there's agent. nothing else here. There's no uh, Susan body either. There's just the four agents' bodies. We should check the box then. Hold right. on. Rice wants to look at um, what's the terrain around the van? Is it like dirt? Is it mud? Is it soft yeah, ground? It's, it's like soft grass, like weeds and dirt, gravel, before it goes into the foresty portions off the sides of the road. And I make a search just to see if I can see that the um, the grass or the dirt has been disturbed, like somebody running off. Yeah, or give I mean, me a search. Blood trails too, you know. Yeah, so I'm going to do a search. And the other question I would have is: Is there any? If there was something in it that made its way out, are any doors or windows broken out or doors open that would give us an idea which way something had exit may have exited? Doesn't look like anything exited its way out of this van. Although the windows do appear to have been impacted from the inside out. Okay. I'll note that and tell everybody. Uh, doesn't look like something exited the van. Just to keep everybody on their toes. There may still be something inside it. Any of the agents look like they're swollen, you know, like something had climbed inside through their throat or eyes or nose. No. I mean, you could see blood coming out of their eyes and out of their nose and their ears. And you see that passenger and the driver, their heads are against the glass in the door and the glass itself is kind of shattered outwards. Uh, mm -hmm. The guys in the back, they're more slumped kind of against the, the paneling of the van itself. It looks as though 
they sustained some kind of a proximity concussion. Proximity concussion. Is there any dents on the outside of the van? No dents on the outside, but the paneling looks as though it's, it's bowed outwards. Like, like from the off. inside. Okay. All right. I'll relay my observations to the others and saying this is quite the puzzle because either something's still in there or Did I have you look no in explanation. There? Well, we've been kind of scoping it out, but we haven't actually gone inside the van. Let's try opening the passenger well, side too. I believe we uh, Weaver had a role. Yeah. In doing this. No, I'm just kidding. Weaver, did, didn't you have a perception I, role? I did. Just um, around the van to see if anything by chance had left the scene. And I rolled a 12 under 50 on a search check. It doesn't look like anything has left the van at all. There's nothing that indicates that the the foliage along the side of the road has been beat down by boots or something and ran off into the forest. It doesn't give that any any of that indication at all. However, you will notice that next to these vans are a lot of footprints around them, but that could be attributed to you guys, possibly. It's hard to say. No, this is... Maybe we're not dealing with the supernatural here. This might be one of the rival agencies taking out the vans or the local sheriffs or something. Something, in, a- something inside... Uh, the one van, but we also have the box here, this other van that needs to be checked out. Any other tire marks around the van? And um, also, is there any indication that the bumpers have been impacted? No indication that the bumpers have been impacted at all. If you want to check for tire impressions, go ahead and make a search check as well. Got it. How far from the ranch are we? Just curious. From the Winslow Ranch? Yes. Uh, 89 under 55. Uh, Nadessa was clueless. <laughs> Tire? Can't What's that? get that right, can you? <laughs> no, apparently not. Well, I'm going to mark it on my sheet, though. I'm going to yeah. eventually get a, a search check correct. It's well, too- it's difficult oh. to get 89 under 55, brother. Mm-hmm. Apparently so. <laughs> okay, hold on a second, Junior. Um, I don't need exact. You're probably about three and a half miles from the farm. Yeah, that's close, and country miles and that's as the crow flies oh you beat so. me to it the box the van what to do tick tick what are we doing the box let's uh let's check the box and see what what's going what's on in the box what's okay. in the box yeah. so you creep into the back of the van see that there's this black box who's opening the box is it locked who's going to try to open the box uh, well, is there? Well, here's a better question: Is there an a obvious lock on the outside, like a padlock or a sliding lock or a built-in lock? No, or a three-lock box. There you go. Dun, 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 dun. Hey, and so box. you're you're still not looking so hot. You should probably kind of step out of the van here. Go get a little yeah. rest. Let me let me take care of this box. Yeah. All right, and you Just, can open uh, the van. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. rice, yep. rice you is going to move in move inside the van yep and you see that there's just a two inch lid on this that basically goes over the rest of the box you know covers the top of it the box itself is probably about 20 inches by 18 inches by 18 inches deep 
Okay. I'm going to use my... Uh, I'm going to hand my shotgun to Adesso. Mm-hmm. And then uh, pull my pistol. And then with move towards the box with my left hand, I'm going to try to open that lid. Okay. And it opens very easily. Okay. And I'd like for you to roll a d4 for me, please. And a d6. Oh, shit. Who? I would like to refuse that uh, roll. Well, <laughs> technically, Weaver, you gave him the shotgun, so you can't see anything. <laughs> no. You said a, a d4 and a d6? Yes. Okay, which one do you want first? The d4, please. A two. Two. You see two MP5s with two 30-round mags in the box? Two MP5s. Okay. Are those machine guns? They are. Yes. Hey, hey, Heckler and Coke. Now we're talking. What's your D6? Uh, four. And you see four grenades in there. Yes. Well, all right. That was cool. Well, now we know it's boat out. Yeah. <laughs> boat out the other van. Whoops. <laughs> They're fucking driving down the road. Catch, fucker. Yeah. Like, With woo-hoo. this ring, I be dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I take the weapons and the grenades, and I step out and say, gentlemen, jackpot. Who wants an MP5? Oh, this will take one. Okay, can I have my shotgun back, please? Oh, of course, of then course. I'll take the other MP5. Okay, okay. so Coldwell, Adesso, give them the MP5s, and then, uh, hey, gents, I've also got a couple grenades. Anybody interested in those? Oh, I'd be wonderfully apple. interested in one. Tell you what, there's four of us. Each of us gets a grenade, so I pass them out to each of us. Each, each, each of us. Yeah, real quick, each handler. What is the damage on an MP5? I'll tell you right now. Yeah, I'll tell you right now. Isn't it a D8? I have a 1D12. 1D10. Submachine guns are 1D10. 1D10. Grenades have a 10 meter kill radius with a lethality of 15%. And when the time comes for you to use a grenade, we'll explain how that works. Yeah, you can get the opportunity. I'm Real skilled quick, in then. fucking hand grenades. <laughs> um, Tony, your current weapon? A Delta Elite, it's a D12. The advantage of the SMG is, uh, well, I'm not sure. I would have thought it would have been like reco- or handling uh, the ability to acquire a second follow-up shot or I don't know. Yeah, as a player, not, uh, not familiar, a- what, why would you have an MP5 versus the other one? If, it, if it's like, do you hit more or is it a better chance to hit because it's a machine gun? Good point. Don't know. The one thing that it says that it would have. Ooh, yes, perfect. It says it does have a lethality issue to it. Yes, a ten yeah. percent lethality. Yeah, that's the difference because uh, I don't think the Delta Elite does. It does not for less damage. If yeah. fire burst. So what would happen? I'm gonna leave this in too. Uh, is if you hit with the mp5 mm-hmm. then what you do is you would roll your percentage dice again and if it is under 10 percent the target is immediately dead mm, okay if it fails that then it's just 1d10 right oh, that's gotcha good. so you get a lethality chance which is the difference that sounds good i like that uh i'll trade that well obviously i'll keep my pistol but um i will keep that mp5 so i can get the lethality advantage 
if the situation presents itself. Yeah, you can use your uh, prey and spray gun now. Yeah, yeah there you go. Because, yeah, the standard capacity on an HK is a 30-round mag. We can't tell if they were forced over the side of the road. Can some... Well, outside of game, I would need ask somebody else to make a check for any other tire marks because I failed it miserably. It doesn't say somebody else would. Somebody else can make the check, make the search if they want. Wouldn't I have picked this up on my search, uh, the initial search of tire tracks and... I thought you were looking just for boots, for, um, uh, f- for somebody leaving. Okay. That, so that's what I was envisioning is that you were looking at the at the grass and the side of the road to see if anybody had gone into the woods. Okay, fair enough. Um, I'm not sure what others have for search, but um, overhearing uh, Agent Adesso kind of, you know, talking to himself about, you know, looking for tire tracks and such, um, I'd like to attempt a search check. What do you got? 71 over 51. Yeah, you're not seeing any uh, unusual tire tracks other than the vans, treads themselves. I mean, it's, it's hard to say. A lot of the debris that is on the road usually gets blown off in passing cars. It's not a, a dirt road. It's an actual interstate. You're not going to make that correlation on the asphalt itself. I'm just uh, I'm just wondering why that it blew out like that. Yes, the uh, only thing now to do is... Uh... Call up Derringer and have him send a cleanup crew. Yeah, cleanup crew. For cleanup. <laughs> send more men. <laughs> who's going to make that call? Is that uh, Coldwell or who's got the? I don't remember who had the phone. I was joking. Like, do we really want to call him for the third time or whatever it is? We're going to have to. Someone's got to clean this up. We can't have the locals do it. It just looks like a bunch of dead people. Yeah, but that dead federal agents, that leads to a whole bunch of questions we don't want to answer. Two unmarked vehicles. <laughs> yeah, two unmarked vehicles, five <laughs> dead people, no cause of death that we can e- easily discern. And it seems and like someone say there is something, something from the lockbox. Can, yeah. can we just blame the cartel or something? <laughs> yeah, there we go. The drug cartel that didn't exist with the drugs. But yeah, we definitely well, got to uh, call Derringer and tell him. Maybe we, uh, maybe we give him a call on the way to our destination that would probably be agreed but we should make the call yeah okay tell me what we're doing i think back to winslow yeah we're taking our newfound armaments and then we're going to make a phone call as we drive away okay with the gps up and running via rice he's given directions to each who's driving leading you towards the winslow farm who's making the call to derringer coldwell okay Rings once, and the phone's picked up. SAC Derringer. Derringer, Coldwell. Uh, We seem to find an unusual sight on the side of the highway. It appears that the cleanup crew that you sent are no longer. Their vehicle and their bodies are still in the vehicles that they got sent out with. All eight agents? It appears that all the agents and any witnesses were found in the vehicle, except Agent Alpha. Is he okay? We don't know where his whereabouts are. He appears to be the only one that was not on scene. Okay, hold on just a second. And you hear a keyboard clicking in the background. Uh, I show a GPS location for him, Uh, but he isn't with Agent Charlie. 
That's really weird. It says he's south of Groversville. He's about Can three miles it? away. That's that's odd. And that's exactly where we're going right now. And that was before you told us this information. Okay. Uh, keep me posted. So do I need to send another team out there to, to clean this up too? I think it would be wise. It would start right. raising questions. Well, I've got plenty of questions, Agent. Okay. As do we. Keep me in the loop. I'll send we'll send more people up. We'll put we'll you on speakerphone. <laughs> he hangs up, and you can only assume that he's putting in a request for another team. So they have either Alpha, whoever knocked these guys off the road, they grabbed Alpha and brought them down to Winslow Farm, which is where we're going, it seems. Or Alpha was a covert agent and wrecked the thing and then made his way to Winslow Farm. So within about 12 minutes or so, you actually find yourselves on a dirt road. You start leaving the lights of Groversville behind you. And you're really only relying on your GPS and the headlights of your charger at this time. Off in the distance, you can see sporadic structures. No doubt they're farms that are placed apart from each other. And as you start getting nearer and nearer your destination, it starts counting down 500 meters, 100 meters, and then starts saying, you know, your destination is in front of you. And you see a large house. All the windows are busted out. And off to the side, you see a large barn. Hmm. This is where they're peddling the drugs. So I'll I'll turn off the lights of the car just so we're not, hopefully not sitting ducks. Does there appear to be lights on in the barn? No, in fact, it, it appears to be very dark, but there are no windows. Make a search check for me. That is 16 under 20. I can't believe I made that. Okay, you don't see any windows around the structure of this barn, but you do notice that there is an open loft doorway that's about 18 feet off the ground. It's up above the front doors? Yes. Okay. I turn to the agents. Well, this is where Derringer said Agent Alpha's GPS coordinates are. It's also the coordinates of the Winslow Farm. Appears that no one's here, but we definitely know that that's not the case. How do we proceed? Is there only one giant barn door entrance? Is that the only way in? Because there's no windows, no no other doors, right? I would assume. Oh, there's a giant loft up above the door. Maybe you can't see it from the back seat, but yes, there's a way in. Um, I don't know how we would get up there, but if the barn door is just a barn door and it's locked, I can figure out how to open it hopefully if not we'll find access inside the barn somehow uh, Ichi will get out of the car and uh, try to be as quiet as possible I'm sure that if anyone's there they already know we pulled up because we had headlights blazing and everything like that um, but still maybe they were in didn't see us and I want to make sure that they don't hear us now okay uh, did these mp5s have suppressors on them Okay. As you draw closer to the barn itself, 
you see that there's an old tractor off to the side. And you also see a ladder laying on its side in the weeds. Oh, that, that'll help. I'll grab the ladder as long as, you know, the other agents are getting out of the car. Or... So it looked like it was thrown there recently? Like it's an impression where the weeds have grown around it? Or is this a recent addition to the... No, it looks like the weeds are grown around it. Like you could see it jutting up because it's kind of leaning against the side of the tractor. But it's, I mean, the weeds are around it. It's not like somebody strategically put it there for a reason. Got it. Could always throw grenades through the little loft. Yeah, or I could just fire <laughs> up the tractor and we can drive it up to the loft area. Um, okay, yeah, I'll uh, I'll grab that. If you want to stay here and cover me, I can go out there and and hopefully we're not a, a sitting duck with a bunch of people targeting a group. Yeah. Maybe we split up. It's a long ladder. I'll I'll give Ichi a hand. Okay. So Rice is covering Ichi and uh, Caldwell with the shotgun as they approach that loft area, just kind of training, you know, on the loft and the door, almost like a skeet shooting type of tracking. Okay, so I'm envisioning each and Coldwell bringing this ladder over, leaning it against the side of the barn, right? And then yeah. who's ascending the ladder? I'll make my way up. Okay. I didn't really cover him as best we can. Okay. Yeah, I didn't do much at the roadside, so it's my turn to earn my pennies. Coldwell, are you staying down below too? I'll stay down to stabilize the ladder until he makes it up. Okay. As you're climbing this ladder, each, I need for you to make a stealth check. Okay. Stealth is 52. Not too bad. Let's see. That's a 46 under 52. All right. You climb the ladder and you get into a this loft area. And as you get around this old bale of hay, could actually look down on this barn because it's extremely illuminated within the hay itself blocking the illumination from leaving the barn mm. you see a large open area 60 feet by 30 feet and looking down you see inside the barn that the walls seem to be covered in a fungal material that stretches from the floor oh, all the shit. way up to the rafters and on the floor rests several strange instruments just too alien to really understand you just see glowing lights and pulsing bellows all sorts of bizarre apparatus. everything seems to have a, a weird fungal biological look to it you see oh, against the far wall that there are these five large tubes filled with some kind of transparent purplish fluid one of which holds a body in it that appears to be badly damaged. You also see three flat surfaces in the middle of this room. They look like operating tables of some kind. On one of the tables, you see Jane Allen laying there, being held down by these straps. On another table, you see Frank Carancola he looks around with a fevered look in his eye, scared out of his mind. And standing over them, you see these four gray entities poking oh. and prodding. And I need you to make a sanity check as you oh, see shit. this. Okay. Uh, oh, that's a, uh, 
It's a 99. Ooh. <laughs> a 99? Yeah, <laughs> critical fail. Well, you'll take oh, the full amount of sanity, which is four points. I can take it. <laughs> <laughs> and as you take this full oh, sanity damage, something appears in the far corner of the room that you hadn't noticed right away. For some reason, it blinded itself to you, but you see a large square vat that has this large quantity of raw purple goop in it that pulses as though it has a life of its own, as though it's alive. Occasionally, you see one of the four gray individuals go over, put his head against it, <laughs> and then oh, wow. nod and walk back over to one of the operating tables. You see two of the small gray entities walk over to the one vat that has this body in it, pull it out of this purplish fluid, and you could see right away it's Agent Alpha. One of his arms is mangled off, one of his legs is missing, half of his face is crushed, and they lay him on the table. They take a handful of this purple goop and smear it all over and down his throat, and his eye begins twitching <laughs> and looking around, and it looks up at the loft and stops looking at you each, and I'll see you next session. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to say, GM, that it, it'll be all okay, because those four points, that just uh, took me down to 40, so my sanity is now broken. <laughs> <laughs> and you will immediately get a disorder and we'll discuss that next session uh, I'd like to uh, order uh, five of the thick and juicy split <laughs> <laughs>
keep your dice warm and your glass topped off as you roll those hard 20s.